0: Hi friend, and welcome back to Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carmen. I'm so grateful that you chose my podcast to listen to. I know there are literally so many choices, so remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can see when I post new episodes because our ADHD brains tend to forget those things. So today we are talking about the ebb and flow of ADHD. Have you ever had a day or maybe three or a week? where you're super productive, you get everything done, and you make plans with friends and all these things. And then you have other days or weeks where just getting out of bed is hard. This is the ebb and flow of ADHD. Now, I want to be clear here. All humans experience ebbs and flow in life. But for the adhd it's just a little bit more common and we experience it a little bit differently and usually more often because of the deficiencies in our brain. Usually, um, it's hard, harder for us to recognize when it's happening because of our lack of self-regulation. Again, ADHD is a regulation disorder. A person diagnosed with ADHD will fall into one of three subtypes. Hyperactive, ADHD, combination, ADHD, and inattentive type ADHD. Hyperactive is the classic bouncing off the walls, can't sit still, can't pay attention, ADHD. A lot of that hyperactivity is internalized as an adult, so that's what makes it so hard to diagnose. Inattentive ADHD is more of the daydreamy type, um, gets lost in her thoughts, his thoughts, um... It fiddles with things more so than is hyper and combination ADHD is you have things from all you know both that's the type I am lucky me um, ADHD is also one of the highest diagnosed neuro de- developmental disorders and it impacts every single part of our lives work relationships our money our self-worth and sometimes our entire quality of life and because we lack skills in self reflections, emotional regulation, self regulation, impulse control, and attention, we can sometimes experience the ebb and flow of ADHD like a literal roller coaster. And again, this can be day to day or week to week. Hi, I'm Carmen. I'm a fellow ADHDer. I'm a certified ADHD life coach and I'm also a teacher and I'm the host of this podcast, Authentically ADHD. I created this podcast in order to help me reach my goal of helping as many ADHDers as I can to thrive instead of just survive. Are you ready to jump in? Let's get started. Some research has shown how people with ADHD experience the ebb and flow much more often and it tends to be more intense because of our lack of self-awareness, our lack of emotional regulation and self-regulation and it can often feel like being on a roller coaster. On some days you're at the highest level productive and in control of your emotions and on others it's hard to do simple daily care tasks like showering or brushing your teeth or brushing your hair and this can often happen like it can happen as often as multiple highs and lows a day to highs and lows during certain weeks or highs and lows you know again like day to day feeling very much like a roller coaster no matter Um, whether it's days or weeks. For example, on your high days or weeks, at the top of the hill on the roller coaster, you'll make plans with friends, complete everything on your to-do list, all while communicating with your loved ones effectively and lovingly without exploding emotionally. You'll be able to um, handle your urges. You'll be able to say yes and no and trust yourself. Then on your low days or low weeks, you might have more brain fog. You might even feel the need to create a to-do list because, like, you may not even feel the need to create a to-do list is what I said. Because it's like, what's the point? You may have negative interactions, emotional explosions, and or feel the urge to isolate. Simple care tasks like brushing your teeth, showering, or just getting up to do any routine feels daunting. And you just want to zone out all day or even for longer periods of time, like weeks. I do suggest, though, if this goes longer than for weeks, you do go to your doctor and inquire about depression. That's just a little side note because I am not a doctor. Um... I do know that longer periods of lows um, can signal depression. Doesn't always, but it's great to get it checked out. Um, So our ADHD symptoms fluctuate for many reasons. If you're a woman, first of all, your cycle affects your symptoms. Allergies affect everyone's symptoms, other medications, and general health conditions can fluctuate ADHD symptoms super intensely. Other factors that can influence the fluctuation of your ADHD symptoms include your stress and anxiety levels, your sleep patterns, and your quality of sleep, big life transitions, quality of the different seasons of your life and the changing of different seasons of your life, environmental stimuli and sensory input, and your personal level of overwhelm. There are literally so many others, but this is just a general list of factors that can influence the fluctuation of the severity of your ADHD symptoms. So, I know, you're like, so how do we deal with this? Thanks for the info, but how do we take some of the twists and turns and hills and make them a little lower and a little smoother? First, self-awareness is key. How do we build self-awareness? Brain dumps. I will link a freebie guide to Brain Dump in the show notes. The reason for Brain Dump is that all that crap does not belong in your brain. Your brain is not a filing cabinet and if you don't empty it out, you will be too overwhelmed to observe your own thoughts. Ask me how, I know. Then, recording your highs and lows and the cycles can be extremely useful when planning things and to be aware of when you'll have less energy. Again, we all naturally ebb and flow, so keeping track of it really helps. And then try to incorporate small routines or checklists for during certain parts of the day to build habits, making them easier to do on those low days. Monitor what's different on the low days, what's harder, what's easier, and then act accordingly. Make things work for you. Do not make more work for yourself. Hey, listener, if you're looking for a little bit more in setting and reaching your goals, or any other part of my podcast, you have two options below. You can join Focused, and we both get a credit to our account, or you can sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me in the second link. Do either one if you feel like you want more support in these areas. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Hi friend, could you do me a huge favor? If you're not already, could you scroll up to the top of your podcast app and click that follow button and possibly give me a rating and if you could, a review? It would mean so much to me and my goal to get as much information out to the people with ADHD as possible. I appreciate you so much for listening. Thank you and let's get back to the show. These next few are making sure that you are meeting your basic needs. So first of all, treat your ADHD, whatever that looks like for you. Please treat your ADHD. (laughs) Meet your basic needs daily as much as you can and make sure you're drinking enough water, eating enough, getting outside a little bit every day, maybe taking a little walk. Another uh, human need we often forget about is connection and community. Connect with loved ones. Become a part of my free Facebook community. It's called Thrivers Not Survivors. I'll link that in the show notes. Join a community if you can like Focused run by Kristen Carter with tools, with classes, and with like-minded people in a private community that is incredibly warm and welcoming, not to mention validating. And we all need some type of connection literally connection is one of the things that dr. Barkley says uh, it, it uh, predicts success in ADHD if you have more connection so if you really do want to become part of a community like Focused, from who's made by Kristen Carter the I have ADHD podcast if you use the link in my show notes you get money off and I get money off and it's a win-win-win because we all get to grow and save and it's awesome Another tool is just talking about five minutes, like just talking about it with somebody for like five minutes a day, or just taking about five minutes three times per day and sitting down to check in with yourself. How do you feel? Why? What's happening at that moment? What sensations are going through your body? This is basic mindfulness, and I just actually learned this Being aware of yourself and your surroundings is the basis of being mindful. I used to think that it was just like sitting still and like whatever, it's not. It's just being aware of yourself, how you feel and why. Again, don't be afraid to ask for help from a loved one, a therapist and or a coach. Then create a supportive environment for yourself so that daily self-care tasks are easier to do on high and low days so they don't take up so much energy. We only have a certain amount of capacity, so incorporate daily rest, real restoration for you and your brain. This can look like many different things. Check out my podcast on rest to learn more. I learned a lot of these awesome strategies from Radical Guide for Women with ADHD by Sari Soltan, MD, and Michelle Frank, psychiatrist. I will also link that in the show notes. So this was a order episode, but that is all I have for this week. And if this was helpful, it resonated with you or it helped you, please take a minute to maybe rate the podcast or share it with a friend or on your socials. And make sure you tag me at Carmen underscore Authentically ADHD so I can send you a virtual hug. Stay authentic, my friends, and we will talk soon.